with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre. Presented by Abe's Door Service. With 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. 6.06 on this Tuesday morning. Hope you're having a great one. Do you remember when Much Music launched? Mm-hmm. I was... 13 years old, yeah, and it became a huge part of my world. It be well, talk about I appointment. It wasn't world. appointment TV, no. it was any chance you had a chance to turn it on, you did. You, you did. It was, uh, it became such a huge part of so many people's lives. So it was August 31st, 1984, originally focused on music program, you know, these blocks of music videos, and then they had all of these different personalities. You remember, like Monica Diol, uh, Erica M., uh, John Roberts. Well, uh, J.D. Roberts back JD, in the day. JD Roberts, and now right? he's a serious newsman. And you know what changed, obviously, over the years? Changed in a big way over the years. But recently, there was uh, the worldwide uh, debut of a documentary on Much Music. It's called 299 Queen Street West. And uh, really great reviews. Uh, take a listen to this. There weren't any studios. You did the shows inside of the workspace. I realized at the beginning there was nothing that we wouldn't do or play. There was no script, there was no direction, there was nothing like this in the world. The very first time I walked into the building, it hit me like, I need to be here. I was this kid who was this huge fan, now I'm here, now I'm a part of it. Just talking about it right now gives me goosebumps. It was live TV, and as soon as that shot was over, it was halfway to Mars. You could never be so far removed from the audience because they were right there looking at you. So 299 Queen Street West coming to Canadian venues is going to uh, appear in Edmonton uh, in November at the Windspear Centre. It uh, debuted at South uh, South by Southwest 2023. Rick Campanelli, one of those names that you heard, one of those voices that you heard in that trailer, and one of those uh, folks who uh, spent a lot of time <laughs> at Much mm. Music as a VJ. <laughs> hey, Rick, how you doing this Good. morning? Good morning, Jalen and Daryl. A lot of warm fuzzies uh, <laughs> with your words uh, that you just spoke and hearing that trailer once again. Uh, instant goosebumps again for me, uh, Jalen and Daryl. It's it's an amazing it's an amazing documentary and it's so wonderful to relive all those magical moments all these years later. So, so you were Rick the Temp, <laughs> Rick the Temp, huh? Daryl, Maybe the first the of those temps, temp, those interns or whatever. I was a temp back in 1994. You're right. I was the second. It was a contest that Much Music ran back in the mid-90s to actually work at Much for the summer months. And my temporary position uh, turned into <laughs> turned, it turned into a permanent VJ spot for 11 years. So, yeah, so so crazy, crazy uh, world back then for so, me. I was going to be become a teacher. So, you know what, Rick, you, you and I are the, the, the same age, okay? So yeah, like yeah, like yeah. born in 1970, we're yeah. 14, 13, 14 years old when much music hits the oh, airwaves. What right? a time! Give me an yeah. idea of what what when when you started watching it, like what it meant yeah. to your world, and did you ever 
actually truly yeah. believe that you would end up on the show and on the show for so long. Never. No, I was big into music videos back even before much music had started. There were uh, there were these half hour music video shows. Yeah. Do you remember those ones? Great Rockin' Tonight. Friday uh, Night Toronto Videos. Rocks, Friday Night Videos. Yeah. I loved music. Oh, I loved music back then. Still do. But then when they, they were creating these visuals to go along with the music that we were really loving back in the 70s and 80s well that just changed my world and when much music launched like you said uh back in 84 it was it, that was life-changing i would put everything on hold <laughs> after school to put on much music to see what christopher ward and eric and steve mm -hmm. and michael williams and master t just to see what they were up to because that was that was my world and i was living breathing and eating music back then and so it just made sense to watch as much <laughs> much music as i could back in the day but then when i entered this contest no you're not thinking like you're going to be the next bj you're just you just want to be a part of it all and i guess it was an introductory for me. I got my foot in the door, and then, you know, it took a good year and a half, a couple years to actually go on air as a VJ, but that that's never a thought in your mind. It could be a dream for sure, uh, and dreams do come true. <laughs> uh, it did for me, but it was it was it was just a thought, and who knew it was all going to happen? But yeah, eleven years as a much music VJ, yeah. I very fortunate because everybody and their dog wants to be a VJ back back in the day, you know. Because it was uh, cool. It was cool, yeah, it and was, so we it was cool, Daryl. And yeah. we came off of uh, so MTV in the states yes. had signed on, I think, yes. in '81, and yeah, you're I right. remember going to lounges because I was not thirteen; I was older than that, <laughs> and and you would actually go in order to watch MTV. And then when we got yeah. our own Canadian version, it, oh, it basically yeah. took that over. And the individuals yep. who were on the air at that time, people still remember those names. Christopher Ward, really? Steve Anthony, Erica M. Mm -hmm. I think Erica was probably maybe the most famous of the bunch. Oh, Erica. But Erica. They're, they're locked yeah. in our consciousness. Is that what this, yeah. this, this documentary, is that what this show is all about? Those moments and why it's locked in our consciousness? It really does. It does, does relive all those moments. It relives the connection, uh, connections that were made with those VJs and all the viewers across Canada and parts of the U.S. back in the day and around the world because it was a satellite and, you know, it, much music was picked up all over the place back in the day. But yeah, it, it starts from the beginning. If you aren't familiar with the story of Much Music and how it was created and how it was born, well, you're going to learn. Uh, it, it all took part just down the way from 299 Queen Street West. They were they were they were on the other side of Young Street back in the day when you know in the 70s at City TV. Mm -hmm. um, but then when they moved into that iconic building at 299 Queen at the corner of Queen and John, well, it all changed because that is an institution and it just snowballed from the day they moved into that beautiful building <laughs> until it all unfortunately came to yeah. an end with the birth of social media or whatever uh, whatever killed it, you know. Rick Campanelli joining us uh, this morning. We're taking a look, talking about 299 Queen Street West, a documentary on, really on, on much music. Um, and Rick, in that, in that trailer, it talks about no scripts no yeah. direction i mean it's like oh, and, and you think about rick i mean you've you you've gone on and and had a, a great uh, career in in radio and in television you know that that doesn't happen very often how no, much no. of um that 
you know, moving in, not having the direction, just off the oh. cuff, made much music the way it was. Oh, it really did, Jalen and Daryl. You know, I'm a phys ed grad, and you know, get you know, <laughs> jumping into the world of television without scripts, without mm. well, there was sure there was direction because there was a director, we had producers, so there was an idea of where we were going, and it was rock and roll. It is rock and roll. You know how hard can it be? You know, if you love the music, you're you're passionate about the music, you're able to talk about the music and the bands and the video directors and the video concepts. So. For us, it was pretty simple because, like I said earlier, we lived it. Um, but, yeah, no scripts, nothing like that. You know, we had an idea to follow along with. Um, when I got to a different time in my career with E.T., it was all about scripts. Yeah. <laughs> and it was all about teleprompters, but, but much music. We paved the way, I believe, in, you know, here are these much music brass putting these individuals on air who they trusted with those three or four hours of live television you know we were sort of like um you know we're playing these music videos we're talking about these music videos we're talking about these bands in any way we wanted and they were letting us do anything we wanted like we would go energy (laughs) it was the energy Daryl, you got it right there i think it was the energy We, we would go out on the streets we would talk to the music fans themselves and it was all this the synergy was it was magical it really was so i don't know how we got away with it for so many years but um in the in the in the in the mid aughts like 2004 2005 i started noticing differences i started noticing changes uh, and that that was around the time when it was my time to say goodbye and uh but but those 11 magical years that i spent there between 94 and 2005 were uh wow i i will never forget and and as as a canadian viewer of much music prior to those years of me starting as a vj uh you know we as canadians i don't think we'll ever get another chance to live through years like that tv has changed as we know the whole landscape has changed in entertainment and music so yeah we got we all all three of us got to live some magical moments you know what you know what's the same breaks we have to take one Uh, we're gonna take a quick break and come back with you rick here in a flash okay we gotta pay the bills yeah (laughs) hold on more with rick campanelli coming up Service, where service is their specialty. Proud sponsor of This Morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre. So the Much Music Experience is uh, touring Canada, 13 cities for one night only. Edmonton, November 8th of uh, this year at the Windspear Centre. Uh, the documentary feature, uh, 299 Queen Street West, is uh, is coming along with it. Uh, it's it's a, it's a insight documentary into uh, some really amazing times at Much Music. And of course, many of you are going to remember Much Music. One of the long-term uh, VJs is Rick Campanelli, and he's joining us. Uh, this morning. Uh, Rick, thanks for holding on. Appreciate it. You were there for 11 years. Just before the break, you said you started to see things come like 2004, 2005 that were starting to change. What was it for you that kind of said, okay, it's time for me to get out? 
Yeah, you know what, Jalen? It, it, it's so interesting because when I first joined up at Much Music, when I was a, was a, when I was a religious uh, viewer uh, uh, of Much Music all those years, it was all about the music. It was always the music. And in those years that we just mentioned, you know, I started seeing a lot more, you know, you see these pop culture shows that mm-hmm. are starting to air on Much Music and, and reality shows. <laughs> and, you know, more we're doing more promos for different things which is cool but you know it's it's sort of lost that that magic for me because music was life back Mm -hmm. then and when that started taking a turn for you know in in different directions that's when I thought you know what maybe it's it's time to jump ship and and move on and uh yeah nothing nothing against the way it was going or the direction it was going um but it would it just wasn't my thing anymore so well and yeah it, it was splitting into different channels too so it was M, you know, much music yeah. one two and three or whatever i right. can't remember so uh, part yeah. of the part of the thing was when you went to much music in the early days and in the heyday you knew what you were getting you may be surprised right. at at what was coming across here and there but you know yeah. generally and then after that then you, you, you kind of didn't really know what was going on. So there was a singular of singular purpose initially. That's right. Well, and things were changing, and viewers were starting to ask to see more of the pop culture shows, the reality shows, because those were becoming a huge hit at the time as well. So I get it. I get the direction that they went in. But as as a VJ that that joined the team for music, a music video, and that's all I wanted to talk about all the time. That wasn't happening all the time anymore. So I thought, you know what? It's it's my time to leave because. I was starting to have kids, <laughs> and and what VJ has kids? You know, you, you can't have a kid if you're a VJ. Rick so, the temp so. can't have kids. <laughs> Rick the so permanent. Rick the permanent. So let somebody else take over, and, and they were bringing in younger VJs, and and they were letting them do their thing, and it was all good. You know, I came in at a at a magical time and uh, great yeah. great eleven years. So so let when, let someone else have that experience. So Rick, when you take a look at uh, the, the documentary 299 Queen Street West. Why? What are people going to get out of it when they show up at the Winsbury in November when you guys come to town? What are fans going to take away from this? It's been a long time since I've been to Edmonton, since I've been to Alberta, and I'm really looking forward to being in Calgary November 1st, Edmonton November 8th. But I think fans are just going to be reliving that magic. Uh, I think that's basically what we're doing here. It's been such a long time since we had a genuine much music experience. It's been off the airwaves for, for many years now. Um, or it's it, it's it, it, the way we remember it, it, it. It's been lost for many years. So I think just reliving it all, those magical moments um, from day one. There, there's some scenes in this documentary that I don't even remember. Mm. I was an avid fan, like you or Jalen and, and Daryl, and and I don't remember certain days. Uh, you know, so so you're you're gonna learn a lot because um, there's so much involved, and then you're gonna relive. A lot of moments where I'm, I'm, I'm certain all of us remember watching that scene when No Doubt came in for the first time, or when Avril Lavigne came in for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we all go away with remembering certain certain uh, bands or certain videos, and and we it, it, Sean Menard has put all of that into this film. It's it's beautiful how he was given um, free reign 
on all, you know, 85% of the, the footage that was caught uh, back in the day, uh, Bell Media has given him free reign on using whatever he wanted, and he had to go through so many hours of tapes, and what he's put together is, is it's beautiful. I, I laughed, I cried, <laughs> I, I relived lots of wonderful moments that were created, you know, many, many years ago. Hey, Rick, we, we're almost out of time, like literally seconds left. You know the drill. Uh, but yes. interaction, yes. Uh, director will be there, you'll be there, anybody else, whether it be a Q&A after the, uh, the screening? Yeah, we're definitely going to do the screening. We're definitely going to do a Q&A after the screening. We're going to answer as many questions as people have. So I hope you all, we all come out and, and have a fun night, November 8th. Awesome. Thanks so much, Rick. This has been great. Looking forward to seeing you in November. Jalen Darrell, we'll see you November 8th. Looking forward to it. Take care now. Rick Campanelli joining us this morning.